Good evening, folks. Welcome to episode 11, season two of the Town End podcast. Well, I don't really know what way. They probably have more, this club probably has more draws now than a, than a GEA Easter raffle. Uh, it, I don't want to say it was a boring game, but we're definitely going to talk about it straight out the gate with Mr. Donald Hanks we're going to bring on. It's just the 18th tonight, Donald, is it, at the minute? We're just waiting on Steph uh, and Pingo in Chicago will make it tonight. Chris is obviously walking in, in draw to doing the cameras. He's going to be a little bit late. What did we think? I don't want to start this, just in case I start on a negative on a negative attitude. Yeah, look... Are we in I'm danger of repeating? Good. Are we in danger of repeating the same podcast every week? A similar kind of setup. Yeah, but I see. I've just I recorded myself on a previous podcast and I just uploaded <laughs> the video. So this is just me talking about uh, a, a draw from earlier in the season. No, look, this one tonight. I think happy enough to get the draw because uh, could easily have lost that one. Um, I didn't think we played very well. Uh, not really anything happened at the top end of the pitch. Um, Attacking wise, um, we were bailed out by two absolutely magnificent saves um, from Nathan Shepard, and it was one of those ones where you're like the intensity levels. Like we, everybody was talking about this game and talking about what the the past fans are going to be like and what the atmosphere is going to be like, and the atmosphere was was good. Um, and I thought that obviously that would that gave the Pats lads a a boost for like the first 10 15 minutes that they really got stuck in um and i never thought that we got to that level i thought say they tired a little bit towards the end of the first half and we came into it and then in the second half they were i thought they were the, the better side again but um yeah it was it's good to get out of there with a draw and um, considering everything that was going on and everything around the um the the fixture, I think. So, not delighted with the performance, but happy enough to get a point out of it. Yeah, I think I think it's one of them that I think we 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 said this previously as well. It might have been the Bulls game where we've come into a game where it's it's probably tight. It's you know teams are very similar. The two teams are very similar, but we don't seem to have that. I don't know if we're starting slow. We just don't seem to have that cutting edge. You know, I I you know. Pat's really got at us tonight. Like the, the, the wingers, Bones are sensational. I mean, I th- I don't know how many times he, he nutmegged poor da- Darrell Lee at the back, but he they even put Dan Kelly on him at one stage, and he, I think he even threw the two of them for, for fun. But I think, yeah, there was a lot of build up to the game, obviously with the with previous with the managers and things like that, and you know the the they wanted to go to court over this kind of crack and blah blah blah. Something I noticed at the end as well, not to fast forward. I noticed Stephen O'Donnell didn't shake Alan Matthews' hand as well. I was told, but. St- Little bit of aggro there, whatever's going on behind the scenes, but um, it's it was always a, it was always a game where it could flatter to deceive. Now, I, I I won't say it was that bad, but it just seemed that we never we just never got a hold of it. We never seemed to really like it was really it was eighteen or nineteen minutes before we really saw Paul Doyle come into it. You know, in midfield, in the middle of the park, it just seemed to be lacking a little bit. You know, like I mean, Pat Pat Hoban in the first half, I don't know if it's frustrating or. It's, it's his own frustration, but some wayward passes, you know, the last, from four, from the 40 to the 45th minute, I counted three wayward passes, two out of play, you know, little things like that. And we just never seemed to, I don't know if it was just more, more of an overhyped match, it was a bit of nerves, but I mean, you know, unfortunately we're, we're staring in the barrel of another draw and yeah, we're, I agree that we're probably lucky, we're definitely lucky to come out of it. I've just seen a comment there come up that's, we definitely we've definitely stolen it. I mean, there's no, and we, you know, we've done that a few times over the last season in particular as well. But we definitely did steal it tonight. I'm not saying Pats were outstanding, but we've they've definitely would have felt they haven't seen post match stuff or anything. But I'm sure Tim Clancy feels that they definitely should have took all points tonight. Um, I mean, we've had two of the best saves I've seen. I know the second one from Doyle, the header straight at him, but he still got to get the reflexes right. The first header is outstanding. The first save is outstanding. I mean, this guy is. We worried at the start of the season. I know we mentioned him last week. We worried about him in preseason, but Shepard has come on. Like, well, we're saying he's come on leaps and bounds, but he's obviously got previous. You know, we've only seen him in, in preseason. He's obviously come with on on highly recommended, but he was absolutely outstanding tonight. I mean, we're probably looking at. I don't want to be starting. You know, knock on wood, he'll be saving me. But we were definitely looking at a serious 
player of the season, you know, even in the league, goalkeeper of the season. I don't know. What do you think? I don't want to go too far ahead of myself, but he's de- he's definitely up there with what's what's out there at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, and like the, the thing about it is, it's they're all. So we're talking about his distribution a lot, um, and his distribution is really good. And I, I think on that score, I think he probably struggled tonight along with everybody. Like everything, we struggled to just put passes together tonight for whatever reason. Yeah. But his uh, his highlight reel at the end of the season is going to be absolutely incredible. Like he's already gotten say that like two incredible saves against Rovers, and then these two. Um, tonight, like along with everything else that he will do, like fundamentally well, and um, that like it's like David De Gea stuff of like if you put like, put together a highlight reel, he looks like the best keeper yeah. in the world. <laughs> but um, it was like that's the thing. Like we we can look at the we can look at the top end of the pitch and think right. So Huben didn't have a, his best night, and I think it showed up how important it is for him to have a good game. Like if he has an off night, like if the if the interplay with him and the midfield isn't spot on or the two wingers, it it seems like we kind of break down a little bit going yeah. forward. Um and we can look at that stuff. We can look at how like they don't they didn't look very dangerous apart from a couple of half chances. I thought Robbie Benson could have scored from the header yeah. in the first half. And then they obviously blocked the shot. Uh, straight after that but if we look at like defensively and I know the goalkeeper has a lot to do with this but we've already reached our clean sheet record from last season yeah and we're nine games in and um, which is fantastic and on the night when we didn't play well I mean th- there was obviously a couple of saves and they had a couple of half chances they got in some good positions behind the back four a couple of times but we weren't I wouldn't have thought we were overrun either like we're still solid enough like for as good as Dara Burns was I, his delivery I guess is what the problem was in the first half yeah. that he was in yeah. a lot of great positions and didn't make the most of it but I like the positive I guess looking at the positive from tonight um, and from the last few games like is they do look solid enough and they don't look like they're going to give goals away and if they can just create something up front you know get who with a couple of chances? Like, there's a few games now where he hasn't really had a chance to score. Never mind, yeah. you know, not. Um, if he doesn't play well, he doesn't even get a chance. Like, so we need to sort that. I, I don't know how we're going to do it, but um, the part yeah, I agree. Of- when, you, when you're saying we like, yeah, I agree. We have. It's probably the best way. But yeah, we haven't been overrun. But I, I, I don't know what I. It feels like we have, if that makes sense. Even though we haven't, it it kind of seems like it, it's cliche, and I've said a lot. If there had been an extra half an hour in the game, I, I don't think we would have got it. And it just seemed to be one of those matches. It's not, and I, I can't even say that it's not one of those matches. It's happening on a regular basis. We don't seem to have that cutting edge up front, and we really should because you know you, you've got Stephen Bradley. I know he's been he's a bit of an injury over a couple of weeks. We've got Dickie Kelly on the left, Huben up front. You know, and we and we have the player Keith War comes on. You know, unfortunately, didn't really get a run of the game, but we just seem to be lacking. Yeah, even though the, I suppose, in quotes, overran us, you know, we looked solid. We looked like we could cope with everything that they threw at us. They, they were poor in the last kind of, maybe in the last the last couple of yards in front of the goal, they were poor, but we're allowing teams not to have too much of the ball, but to dictate too much of the ball. They're dictating play, whereas we used to do that on other teams, at home and away from football. Now, I know we've had a transition in the year, last 18 months, but like simple things like like passing. Now, I don't think I'm, I'm being overcritical. Some of the passing tonight was not poor, yeah. but it just seemed weak. It just seemed like the, it seemed to be almost a two weeks off. Um, and we just <clears> don't <throat> look like we're going to... It looks like our goals are going to come from free kicks, corners, you know, you know, crosses. We don't seem to be able to break anybody down, run in behind the two centre halves. And it, it just looks like there's no creation there. And I'm not like, you know, I don't think we can complain too much, but there's only so many weeks we can say that. You know, like you don't want to go, you don't want to come out of Pats who would have finished second last year, FEI Cup winners. I think they were talking before the game. They've even though they've won the FEI Cup, they've they've only got one player who started the match tonight who played in the FEI Cup. So they've had massive changes as well. Yeah. But we just never it just never quite came off. In, in, in the final tour of the field, 
we just never seem to really have that. It never looked like we were going to score. Now I know I know we've mentioned the Benson chances. You know, Bradley's been in once on the left in the in the, in the second half. Never really, you know, was never looking like he was going to create anything. But yeah, look, we can say we come out of it. You know, we'll take a draw, but there's only so many weeks where I think we can get away with that. I think at some stage something's going to have to give. Um, I don't think we look like a team that won't get hammered. If that makes sense, we look like a team that are yeah. strong at the back. You know, they can do the right things. We've got two good fullbacks when they're on it. I think we carried a decent match. But again, we have the shot stopper and Nathan Shepherds and Nathan Shepherds saving us a, a, from nine times out of ten they're in the back. And in, in particular, the, the, the second one straight at him. But in the particular, the, the, the first one, the first save he, he creates is, is fantastic. But eventually, that might give way. But when you're not creating on the other end, you know it's all right not conceding goals, but you you got to be finishing. Even in games, you might not deserve something. When you get your chance, you got to finish it. I mean, the goal kind of opened up for Robbie on the right hand side, and he kind of went across it, and that's how he hit the centre half. But it, you know, if if he goes if he goes the other side to the left hand side of the goalkeeper, it's in because he leaves a massive space when you look at the replay. But I just think that it's not a disappointing result, but you're still disappointed that we haven't really done enough to get anything out of it. Like we we haven't even you know, we we've we completely I've seen a comment that we we've completely robbed the draw, you know, like <laughs> and Pats would feel really. Pats would be very annoyed if we're not, not picking up three points. Yeah, and I think because we're at the, the end of the first cycle of games, um, it's worth pointing out that, like, say, the draw had a one, I didn't see it, and I wasn't on the podcast, so I'm just pretending that didn't happen. Um, but in terms of results, like, so you would look at, you got a draw with Pats, draw with Derry, draw with Rovers. Yeah. Um, draw a pose as well. So those ones are like they could go a different way. At like the paths at home would be different. Obviously, bows at home would be different. Going away to Derry and away to Tal is probably going to be a little bit more difficult than the ones at home. But if we can in the second round of fixtures beat UCD again, beat Finn Harps again, beat Drogheda, and beat Shells, like that's what that's what we need to do. We need to be able to win those four games and then yeah. in the next cycle of games same thing again like these are teams that we have to beat we're we're probably not at a stage where we're where we should be expecting to beat Pats away and Bows away and, and Derry and the others so I think in context like when you watch the game it's like okay so whatever happens in the game but if you look at it from um what might have been like the plan of where you're going to get your points from. The, the Drogheda one is obviously a massive disappointment. The Shells, the Shells yeah. one was a disappointment. But the points they've picked up in the other games, I'm like, you'd be happy enough with that. It's just, now that yeah. there's so many draws and there's the games that we drop points in, that we shouldn't have dropped points in. It yeah. just kind of stings a little bit more, I think. Yeah, I think it's it's, like in a funny way, like we, we would have bit your hand off for these draws last year, you know, and, and that's it's just that kind of you know, I think I think the whole buzz of O'Donnell coming in and the players and nobody really knew what they expected of the group, but we know there's a, there's an absolute savage team there. There is a very good team there. And um I just think that especially going tonight with the the, the kind of history with, with O'Donnell being there at Pats and it was hyped as a massive game. It's probably the biggest game of the season. And that's, you know, we played Derry first match of the season, but I thought this would game would have really brought it to the fore of what we were like. And although we got the draw out of it, anybody watching it can see that, you know, we weren't up, you know, we weren't up to scratch. We, de we definitely lived on the edge. And in fairness, you know, Pat, like apart the two saves Shepherds made is fine, but Pats haven't really done a lot. I mean, they've, they've had a lot of the ball. They've looked like, they've almost flattered to deceive most of the game, but, you know, they will be absolutely ripping. They like, you know, and we, we've definitely definitely gotten away with that. And look at it could be prove I, I I'm guilty of saying this. I think I said it about two weeks ago as well. It could be a point, a very well end point at the at the end of the season when it comes to adding up the scores. And look at it's better than a kick in the hole, isn't it? And you know yeah, I, I don't you don't I don't you don't want to read like six draws out of what are we yeah. are we nine games, is it? Um, like we're, we're through the first round of games almost already. It's next week the start of the second round already, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sligo. So, you know, it's look, they, they would have had a certain amount of points to pick up at the start of the season. Stevie would have put it, look, at the, this is the mark we're looking for. He probably wanted a few more points, but then again, I suppose looking at it, you're probably right. The games we've drawn against, they were probably 
bark down his draws maybe in their own head at, at some stage. You know, obviously the draw the ones a disappointment slight or uh, Sham or Shelburne as well. But yeah, look, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just it's frustrating more than anything else. I think that's just you know your second draws now. Let, let's you know we need we we don't want to be turning these draws into even score draws would be you know, you know <laughs> yeah, it, it was an exciting end to end end draw. <laughs> it just kind of fizzled out. It really did. Look at it. And yeah. the game's on telly as well. And I think they picked out that game for a reason. And yeah, well, yeah, the I game think... like the game was picked out obviously for like the backstory and everything. And of course. Um, what was what I thought was really cool was um, Brian Kerr's brother uh, Juan was there, and um, so the the. Uh, Pats fans were serenading them. They seemed to be serenading them every time Robbie Betts had got the ball. Fine <laughs> uh, care, but um, they, they, so like the atmosphere was great. Like that was what they, yeah. like, that was what yeah. the TV wanted, you know. Like, and I do wonder whether um, all of the emotion around that and all of the uh, attention that it got might have gotten because you look at some, you know, we, Jesus, that we really are repeating ourselves every single week. But the lads that haven't played games like this. They haven't played like in front of like a properly emotionally charged crowd. Now, it actually, I thought it was going to be worse. They just threw up a Simpsons meme uh, in the crowd. <laughs> I thought we we beat them with our sign. Like the lads behind the goals had a far better sign than what they ended up coming up with. So we won that. We beat them for signs. But yeah, it's just whether the the occasion got to some of them and maybe. I don't know, just got in their heads a little bit. It might not have, but um, it wouldn't be criminal if that did happen to some of the lads that hadn't played in games like that before. Um, but yeah, I I thought like I was I was I was worried about that before the game. I was worried about that the last few days that like there would be uh, the crowd would be just immense and cre- but I forgot that it was past fans and not us. <laughs> But um, I'm sure we'll have a nice atmosphere when they come up to Oriel. So that part of it was like it. I suppose it looked good in the TV, like it sounded good. But um, yeah, just maybe the game wasn't as good as it could have been. Um, yeah, I think the hype and look, we've had it already this season. We we've had the dairy match with. Which you know it did live up to the hype, I suppose, with the draw, with the draw. But and then we did also with the Shamrock Rovers game as well. But I think this one, like this one, like if you, if you're, I, I, I don't, I, I don't gamble on League of Ireland or anything like that. But I mean, and I don't endorse it. But if you're ever back in a red card, this was the, probably the game for. I thought there would have been a bit more bite to it. A couple of tackles in early, Hoban got in early, but nothing really. You know, the referee wasn't mad for his cards early doors. But again, we won't talk. I don't want to talk with the referee either. But. Uh, you know some of the decisions, even for even for, for corners, like he couldn't even see deflections that were going out for corners. The Ronan Cocker one in the first half was just horrendous. Like, like, yeah, I, I like you should get your license taken off you for that alone. It's mad. Oh, I was terrified when he started giving free outs from corners, and you couldn't see what it was that he was yeah. giving the free kick for it. That I'm like, he yeah. could just as easily point at a penalty spot, yeah, yeah, and give yeah. a penalty because I they were kind of laughing about it on commentary as well of not being able to see what he's giving the free kick for, yeah, but. Look, he made some, yeah, there was some very, very, very peculiar decisions. But all you can ask for when you have <laughs> a League of Ireland referee there is that there's no decision that decides the game. There's no, like, ludicrous penalty or red card or something. But you just have to, you have to be wary of it when you're playing in those games. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, the two teams, ne- neither team had, like, there wasn't, like, crunching challenges um well, there was a couple, but not many. Like, no, there was nothing that got people up out of their seats and create like created uh, a bigger atmosphere. In. And so, like, the players behaved themselves. But yeah, they're you just don't know what some of the referees are going to do from like one minute to the next. It's it's. I don't know if there's a more unpredictable set of referees in European football. <laughs> you could just give free kicks for anything, or or penalties for anything, or just completely ignore. Massive deflections on shots that are going out for a corner kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was just like, especially with Rob Harvey in the middle as well. It kind of had that bite. I didn't realize he was referee until I actually turned on the match. Um, but there was always that chance that I could get out of hand. But I mean, I, I just think, 
I don't want to dwell. I don't want to dwell. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a draw. It is against you. Know, we're, we're talking now rivals because that's you know that's what they are now at the minute, and especially with the little bit of bite that's in it. And I think, and I can just see that just seen comments coming in there as well. I think it's more just fans want to see that win against one of the one of the so-called big teams. You know, we want that. I think we need it. Like we Sligo next week. I think it's on the fifteenth. Is that I don't know if that's Saturday or no? It's, it's Friday. Um, and that that could be the one that maybe kickstart the second round of games, and you know you just want to knock these draws on the head. Like I mean, you know you're not you don't want to trade them for defeats. I'm not saying, but I mean you know a good a good four three defeat can be exciting as well. But you don't want them. But I mean you know at the same time these bold draws are just these nil nils are just an absolute shocker. And it's 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 not that it's bad. It's just it just seems to be. We we don't we don't seem to be looking like we're going to get it's not like it's not like we're coming out of the game saying should have won that should have got this should, it just see it's the it's it's the other way around it like we we didn't we just weren't in it it's not that we weren't in it that's wrong I can't think of the words I'm looking for but like I said like I said earlier we look like we're good at the back good enough at the back to contain any any forward line in the league now I know Pat's did get got us like Bones in particular was excellent um, Anto Bryson had a run on on McCarry for a lot of the night as well. But I just think we can contain, we can deal with that pressure. But I just think when when going forward, teams have the teams have us teams have us sussed. I I, I, don't, I know it's early doors for that, but they just didn't like Bradley, you know, not non-existent, but didn't really get at it tonight. Hoogan was under immense pressure. You know, they just seemed to know what way we were going to attack them. And you know, I think I'm not I'm not saying it might need a, a, a change of formation or change of attack, but you know, you've you've now played everybody. And it's not looking like we're going to go out and absolutely give someone a paste them. Um, like I think we've beaten, have we beaten U- UCD? Harps. That's it, is it? You know. So like I mean, it, you know, you're hoping that the next round of games are, are a lot better. And it's it's, you know, it's just it just seems to have gone off to a little bit. Yeah, there we go. You know. So that's it. Just and it's. Look at frustration. It's not. It's not so much disappointment. I suppose you're just frustrated. You want to get. You know. You want to get it. You know. We we, we just want to see that not not winning games, but good end to end matches, and that's what that's what we're looking for. Look, I know it's the first round of games. Look, you can write them off. Like it's madness that we're at the first round of games already. We're not even at Easter. They're going to be off for a couple of weeks, and we play. We're playing three games in ten days for half the time. It, it's madness, but that's the way yeah. the League of Ireland set up. Um, but yeah, it's just. I th- I think now that. When they went to their second match again, they'll, you know they'll obviously have to set, you know, Stevie have set goals for them for their second round of matches, and I think you know maybe we might see something now over the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, and I like Colin's idea two up top. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why teams don't play it. Like, it's it seems to be like an anti-formation. But we did, like, we did play two up top. Um, we played two up top against Rovers, and played very well against Rovers, and they didn't score. Yeah, but and it like. Should have won that game right at the very end, but if if I don't know whether that was because of injuries, because I know like Bradley was out, I think Kelly might have been out as well, so they might not have really had any other choice but to play that formation that night. But um, I I see I, I I'd imagine what the thinking will be is like the formation that they're playing is solid. They're not yeah. conceding goals. They're not conceding very many chances. So we need to figure out a way going forward with this formation and with the players that we have to try and just try and figure out a way of nicking a goal here and there. I mean, um, you're saying about corners and stuff like that. Like we we have we for I think the last two seasons we haven't scored very many goals from corners, no. and it would be a welcome addition because it might be the difference in getting three points. Yeah, and, I th- and I think we may rely on it. Yeah, I think we may we may have yeah. to rely and have a look at a look at some. Way and that's it like that's fine in like in my mind that's fine for the top half of the table. Like if you split the table in half and we're like right, if we beat Bows and Pats by scoring ahead of a corner, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's like we did create a few chances against UCD last week, but it's the other games where you're like we need to be able to break teams down. Yeah, and um, because it's like we've we have scored goals against the we'll say the bottom half of the table, it's the top half of the table that we haven't gotten in really against. 
what I look, I don't know if um I can't see them changing the formation based on that, based on the idea that they're solid in what they're doing. Um Yeah, and managers and Steve managers have a belief in the way they play and that's yeah, you know, and that's Stevie's there to stripes at the at pats and stuff. And yeah, look I I appreciate that. I'm not saying we have to comp- a complete overhaul, but it is something maybe to be looked at for a, a plan B, I suppose, when you're in games. And look, maybe tonight wasn't the night because I suppose if you if you have two up top, you're missing someone in midfield and Pats were kind of getting the better. I know Wardy come on and but never really, you know, he had one or two runs, but they never really came to anything. And look, you know, I, I just don't hope it's, it doesn't continue for too much longer because people are going to stop watching us on this podcast because it's going to get so boring. <laughs> we'll have to throw in some um and Dickie Kelly is a show. I just see Frank Carroll there. Dickie Kelly is a show for a striker. Yeah, I mean for pure pace. I mean, I don't look at it's it's hard to drop someone like Patrick Hoogan when he's going for those records. And but yeah, look at it, it's gotta be an option somewhere. It's got they've got a I know John, you've got John Martin as well. You've obviously got McMillan coming out. Like to have a player like McMillan on the bench to come off. I mean Yeah, and he's not gonna like we were saying that last week when he came on for a couple of minutes, it's like he could have done with 20 minutes last week. You yeah, know? yeah. Like he's he's not getting anywhere near enough minutes and he's the type of chap that's going to need, he's going to need a, like a couple of games to get up to speed because he's barely played. Like I know they've had a couple of behind closed doors games and stuff for him. Well, not for him, but um, they need to, he needs to get up to speed because if something, if something does happen with, with Huben, then it's, it's on him, but he's yeah. barely kicked the ball all season. So he did yeah. get the yellow card after like 40 seconds today, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how, if that's something that you want. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not something that you want, but it's something he can hang his hat on. He got booked really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's always the kind of, uh, if you're sitting at home, you're like, oh no, not one of these games. <laughs> uh, folks, just to see the message, just keep your uh, man in the match coming in. Obviously, we're giving away um, Tony's Pizzeria. Uh, sponsored pizza tonight and uh, just for your man the match we'll pick one at the end of the show I think we'll go to our uh, interview for the week Donald will we? We sure will so, yeah. cr- so if anybody's been if, you have, if you're into the fantasy uh, football in the, in the Premier League and stuff like that we don't want to talk about that but we, there's a League of Ireland fantasy football now that it's been set up I think it was set up in the Irish League first by Nathan McConnell and now he's come down to the, um, the League of Ireland and he set it up so Chris producer Chris as we call him he said he had a pre-recorded interview with him, so we're just going to uh, run the interview here. We'll just get a bit, a bit of background story on on the fantasy football and for everybody that's involved. Guest, um, definitely uh, on the podcast here. We've we've bigged up the. Um, fantasy football league and, and we've all put our teams out there and, and you guys have got involved and, and joined our league as well so actually on the show tonight um nathan from loi fantasy football has joined us nathan you're very welcome how are you hey chris not too bad thanks for having me on not at all not at all i suppose nathan we'll, we'll, we'll take this back from the start it's something we we kind of talked about before it, it's, a, it's a great way for for football communities to get together what was your reasoning for for setting up the the fantasy football in the first place yeah um the the original reason um i've sort of mentioned before was uh it was a final year unit project and we had to build a computerized system um and that there was there was no fans football game online for the Ireland football league and that, that's when i initially built and um, the game for and um, once i got it up and going and, and you know seeing it being successful and people that join it i thought um i would expand down now to the league of ireland and um, seeing there was no game down here either currently um uh and I've, I've really enjoyed you know getting to know the league a bit better and yeah i, I love local football and I, I think it's a great way of getting more people involved in local football and realizing that you know that there's great great games just down the road from them rather than just tv all the time exactly and look i'm, I'm not going to um lie to you and tell you i know exactly how, how to build a system like this but i can only assume with so many players it must be a complex system initially to build and then it probably it's easier then it kind of updates as it as it goes. But to, to get that initial database built up must be the hardest part, was it? Yeah, yeah. The way the website itself, you know, building it initially, it, it took the longest for you know, building it for the Northern Football League. And then now I was able to, you know, it's I've just basically you know, the what's the word? 
sort of just rejigged it. Um, right. The different, you know, different themes. That's, that's sort of look for. You know, it's just it's I've sort of just built a different theme. You know, different logos and stuff like that. There and then yeah, the database of players. Um, as I said, is coming in the, the league. Uh, relatively new to it, so that that's where I use social media to, to my advantage. Of you know, a lot of people reached out and were able to help me with positions and you know what they thought for player values and things like that. So, yeah, it took a lot of time, but it was it was worth it. I think you know people are enjoying it so far. And so, take up how how is the the League of Ireland version um been how has that been received so far? Uh, just before so I lost it on Saturday the twenty sixth. I think it was like a bit. Six or seven days before the the game week eight round of fixtures, yeah. And um, within that five or six days, there were, um two thousand one hundred signed up. Um, right, you know, there's there. I was actually looking um right up until the, the deadline. There was people just you know registering and getting their team in flat out. <laughs> yeah, it was great to see. And then since then, there's another two, nearly two hundred have signed up. So, it, it, you know, you can see that you know, people are obviously enjoying it and sharing it with their mates, and you know. If it, you must be enjoying it if, if more people are signed up, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll be I'll be flogging it now because somehow I, I'm second in our own team. So yeah, I'll I'll promote this one stop for you now. I must have done something right. Um, I just mentioned to you off air there. You know something that, that we we do on the show here would be a, a predictions for for the upcoming game, but you've actually embedded that in as part of this fantasy game also. Yeah, um, I realize a lot of people they might be you know they might pick their team to start and. You know, just sort of leave it. They don't really enjoy that sort of uh, doing transfers or some of the team or some players in or you know that sort of thing. A lot of people just pre- enjoy predicting the scores, the games, um, and that's why I come up with the idea of, of just plugging that in. So you just head to the fixtures tab of the of the website, um, and for that round of fixtures, you can enter in your your predicted scores. There's a leaderboard for that as well. So if you if you get the result right, you get one point, and if you get the correct scoreline, it's a further three points. And yeah, I find that's another like a on social media again a lot of people love putting up predictions and yeah i think you messed yourself you have uh you have a wee league yeah. you know amongst yourselves i think it's you know it's a good way to sort of test yourself and um just another another competitive edge that that ended yeah i, th- I think gally on the show here is, has predicted the correct scoreline a, a good few times so he's probably about you know five or six points ahead of me so i think we'll do a restart and start using ah, yours please, and that, yeah. would, that would be easier for me <laughs> for, um nathan i suppose when we when we compare and contrast like like we always tend to do between league of ireland and the irish league and if yeah. you take if you take just your app there what was the take up in the north um for involved so i'm just trying to wonder like where where we are if we're close to each other roughly or uh yeah there's so it, it's the official game up there now. So like the Northern Ireland Football League, you know, partner with me at the start of this season. Um, mm. so we have it's just under three thousand um playing it. Right. Yeah, so I ran it unofficially the first year and just got over about a thousand or so. And then for this season, when you know sort of partner with Northern Ireland Football League and stuff, there's now three thousand and hopefully, you know, if it were to continue next year or whatever, sort of you know, you'd like to see that sort of progressing. You add to it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, Nathan, and I think it's it's funny because it, games like like fantasy football, um, and to a certain extent, you know, football manager as well, they tend to broaden your horizon just outside your own team, don't they? Because you know, you're you're only allowed limited players from your own team. Otherwise, we'd all pick you know the team that we support. So it's great that you're suddenly watching out for other results, and it really raises everyone's knowledge sometimes of the league too, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So like. The initial idea for any of it was I really enjoyed you know, the English Premier League game. And like, as you said, you know, on a Monday night football, Burnley against Southampton, you would never have watched it. But if you have a couple of Burnley players, a couple of Southampton players playing, you would you would sit down and watch it. You need to sit and watch hoping you're hoping your player would score or whatever. Yeah. And then I, I sort of thought, like, imagine that for the Irish League. Um, you know, people that maybe wouldn't watch it. You know, it, it, it would be in Sky Sports there. And people, if they had a team, uh, and or... Even just going to that match, you know, I'm I'm watching, um, as you say, other teams, um, a, a lot of a lot of friends or a lot of people I know who wouldn't have had, well, they would have had a bit of an interest in the league, maybe just their own club, as you say. Whereas yeah. now, um, you know, they're checking all all different squads, as you say, and uh, you know, they're, they're buzzing whenever they pick out a player that maybe not a lot of people have, and he gets a goal or an assist and stuff like that. So it's it's really really good, like. Yeah, exactly, and and I think it, then it also lends, you know, when you're 
football being football, the, the rumour mills are always, you know, always on overdrive. And suddenly you're linked with a player. You'll be jumping straight in to see, well, what's his current rating? Uh, you know, it, it's amazing how th this sort of information, you know, we're, we're living in an information world. These sort of information can form our basis on on how do you think this player might perform in your own team if the transfer went through, doesn't it? Yeah, and like even in the game there, for example, um, Ronan Boyce was player of the week. Um, I'm in my team, and right right away he's nearly you know the most transferred in player. You know this week, you know people are obviously seeing that and thinking right, better get him into the team. You know it, it's great seeing that sort of you know it's it's brilliant you know, to see. People are watching the league games or people are checking results and then they're thinking right, how do I get my team better? And, you know. Yeah. All from that sort of information, as you say, it's all about stats. Yeah. There's actually there's a stats page on the on the site as well. You can search for yellow cards, red cards, assists. You know, there's all all sorts of all, of ways you can sort that data as well to help you and um, pick a team. Uh, on the front page, obviously, when it loads, Nash, we, you can see, as you say, the the most transferred player in, the most transferred player out. Yeah. Um, I'll throw this to you. Who is who is the most common player, or who's the most you know, player that we've seen probably signed up to most teams. Uh, Jimmy McGonagall, I think he's <laughs> uh, he's in fifty eight percent of teams, and there's no real surprise as to how well he started. Hmm. Um, I think he's been transferred a few times. Again, you know, he's he had two games there, and he maybe would have got one assist. You know, and right away people are you know jumping ship. You know, even though he's not a great start of the season, but it just shows you like one week, you know, you can be straight back out again. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he was a he was a top. Will Patching was second. Well, that was a good call. Whoever had Will Patching in their team, that's a great call, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh yeah, and then I think Owen Doyle maybe was maybe a third hmm. most selected. So yeah, I it's it's great to see that they're sort of the three top sort of selected players at the minute. Yeah, I, I know I know when I was setting mine up, I, I had to look because Although it started week eight, we also had a backlog of other fixtures. So I was kind of having to watch an eye on Mondays uh, and Tuesdays fixtures to see, wait, hang on, can I get double points here on, on one or two players that yeah. you know, get ahead as well? Yeah, I think um, game, there was those three games are Monday and Tuesday. They were originally supposed to be in the first week, weren't they? Correct. The fixtures, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that'll happen throughout the season. You know, I'm sure if, um, I know all about it, but like COVID calling games off or you know yeah. international I, think, I think it was the adverse weather that time where we had a couple of storms all hit at the one time yeah, it can be a disaster know. but then again when it comes around it you know you might have a you might you know one of your you know one best players is getting a double gimmick you think is you know chance to give him the captaincy or triple captain or you know trying to get yeah. as many points so it all it all yeah. evens itself out that's true uh, just just on that point and um, then nathan i suppose just just ease of use i mean you know obviously there, there's a fair take up all the lads here on the on the podcast we're all signed up to as well but it, it's a fairly easy process and um, for anyone who hasn't got involved and um, you're giving your initial budget same as you would find it in in most fantasy football and um, setups i suppose yeah um whenever you, whenever you register you're brought to the pick team page and there's a help button on that and it should give you you know, a, a brief summary. Obviously, um, you're allowed fifteen players with a budget of a hundred thousand euro. Um, two goalkeepers, five defenders, five midfielders, three forwards. Um, and I'd originally planned for two from each club, but I, I opened that up to three because, well, a lot of people have mentioned um the fact there's already ten teams in this league, and then you imagine if there's maybe two games called off and there's already three fixtures going ahead, it'd be a disaster if there was already two from each club. Um, so yeah, that, that's sort of like a brief idea of the rules. Again, if you just click the help button, you'll you'll um, get a wee bit more info there. And I'm on I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Like, just find me a message, and I'll, I'll certainly reply to you. Yeah, can't can't be more helpful than that. Just finally, I suppose Nathan, um, the, the future of, of the app. You, you were talking; it's now the official one um, in the Irish league. I suppose you'll be looking for something similar um, with the with with the FEI in the League of Ireland. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, that would be very ideal. Um, something like that would be brilliant, just to, to, for the game itself, and um, just to expand to be as good as it can be for everyone playing. And um, mm -hmm. something like that will only help, you know, drive more people to playing it and um, get a lot more users on board and, and enjoying it and um, getting used to, or you know getting more used to the league and get more sort of exposure to the league. Um, it's definitely a great way of doing that of getting exposure to to the league, like. Uh, just, just finally, actually, just, just, just thought of it there. Uh, is there many League of Ireland players signed up to it? 
And if so, has anyone dropped you a message to, to complain about their ratings or, or valuation yet? Uh, I'll let you end the one. Um, I, I haven't seen, I haven't looked through the users, um, you know, a whole list of them. But yeah. the other night there was a bit of a, a bit of controversy with the Jamie McGonagall assist. Um, right. Whether it was or not, um, I did get a message from a certain Dow City uh, left back, uh, <laughs> and that he definitely should be getting the points um, <laughs> after that. After a technical assist off him, um, yeah. so that was funny. Like, but yeah, you know, I think it's great if, if any of them do sign up and play. It's all, um, it's all a bit of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know there's a fair bit of rivalry when when the FIFA ratings come out um, for, for every yeah. year. So I can only imagine w when we reset this for next year. <laughs> there, there could be some back and forth of, of, of ratings and valuations between yeah. the players too. Well, I can imagine. Uh, I'm sure it's all it's all a bit of matter. Like I'm open to open to a bit of crack. So, Absolutely. yeah. Brilliant. Well, look, Nathan. As I say, we're 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 all in on it. Um, on the podcast, we've we've a good group of about thirty of the the listeners and, and viewers are, are all part of it as well. So we're there's a nice little community um and going on it too. Uh, just for anyone who hasn't joined, who who normally watches or listens to the podcast, we'll put the details in the show description um for it. So it's it's as easy just to set up and click the link and and add in. And and look, I suppose the thing with it, Nathan, is you can join in any week. The earlier the better. You're you're in for it from the start. Then if you if you're in from last week, but you could always join in this week too. Yeah, um, you just can't. Whenever the the deadline for, for example, this week's deadline's Friday at twenty eight. I think you'll find us for kickoff. After that deadline, you can still sign up. You just can't pick your team until the 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 window reopens again. But yeah, certainly, um, you can join the last week if you wanted to. You know, it, you're more than welcome anytime. Um, the tech part and picking your team or uh, again. If you just want to do the predictions, no bother at all. Um, you can join anything. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, look, Nathan, thank you so much for your time. It's it's a great assist, um, for the league. I think uh, it's it, I love these sort of things where you can get get everybody involved and it's uh, it's nice and easy to use as well. So look, best of luck with the with the season. Hopefully, everything runs smoothly for you. And um, if there's any squabbles and that on this, it's only just because I'm beating everyone on the on the league. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thanks for that, Nathan. No bother at all, Chris. Thanks for thanks again. Do you know what I was thinking just when I was watching that? Thanks for Nathan coming on. It's it's I completely forgot to make me transfer this week. <laughs> <laughs> I was only like, oh, I forgot, never dawned on me. Yeah, never dawned on me. It's a great um, you know, not to get away from the, tonight's match, but um it's something that we've been caught. It's something that people have been looking for for a long time, isn't it? It's it's because you've got the obviously got the fantasy league in the, in the Premier League and that people playing that with the hundred millions or whatever. But it's nice to have a local kind of you know when you're involved with your club. Yeah, and it's everything was everything was there. I guess it was just waiting for someone to put everything together and 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 get somebody it who knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I. So we need to. Chris is here, so we're going to just bring Chris in. No, he's gone. When Chris comes in, I have to just uh, let him know that he either doesn't count me as part of the podcast or he was blatantly lying uh, to Nathan because there is one <laughs> member of the podcast who is not in the league, uh, and that's me. So, um, well, obviously, if we can get Chris there, he can... Uh, Are you not in at all? Explain himself. <laughs> well, actually, no, shit, it's me that has to explain myself for not being in oh, it. But, okay. Uh, I don't know if Chris can you hear us? I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, I can do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you caught that bit, but um you you either don't consider me part of the podcast or you either didn't know I was in or I wasn't in the league, or you were just lying to Nathan to his digital face by telling them we were all in it because I'm not in the league. But, well Donald, I can't always hold your hand, pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted someone to notice I wasn't there. <laughs> Chris, you were at uh you're obviously on the road. You're heading to Game Park. You obviously didn't see much. You didn't hit just the highlights of at, at in Shikori, I suppose. Yeah. Or just the talk on Twitter, is it? Yeah, there, there's there, obviously I've seen the saves and things like that. You know, like two two big saves. It's funny. Um, I I wasn't feeling well during the game, so after the match there, I went to just got a, a a coffee and and something else. And uh, when I was sitting and Nathan's interview was on, I actually just checked to see. Who are the two top-rated goalkeepers in the league? Would it be mm. surprising to say it's Dundalk and Pats 
we should have been surprised at all it was nil nil tonight, lads. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of people happy with a nil nil tonight, then. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, we have to we have to change everything we said then the whole build up to the podcast. Whatever, we're just asking to talk. We're sure that's why we can't be too disappointed. Exactly, exactly. I think um, you know from from what I heard from yourselves there earlier on. Um, I think you're right. I think it's probably a mixed bag this season. I think you're probably thinking if I said to you that we will we'll draw against Sligo away, we'll draw against Pats away, and we'll draw against Shamrock Rovers, and we won't concede a goal. You'd say brilliant. Yeah, you know yeah. that's that's the way. It's only when you add in the draw, the late draw against uh, shells. You know the, the the poor penalty. Like and then, look, here's two poor penalty decisions. You know the draw one and the shells one. You 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 could be three points better off at this stage. We're only two points behind Pats yeah. after tonight. You know it'd be it'd be a completely different um, a different reflection on on where we are. We'd be sitting third in the league. But you know, like we're not—we're only two points off third when you think about it. Then, so yeah. we're not yeah. a million miles away. It's—it's it's like you say. I think we probably thought that we'd be free scoring and we'd worry about our defence based on last year more than anything. And I think one thing Skip has done is he's—he's he's clearly consolidated at the back, made us hard to beat. And sometimes, if you're not going to be able to win a game, you know, don't be don't be easy to be beaten either. Is is yeah. the way to do it. So I think he's probably. I think Ali, you said it there. We're, we're, we're we've just finished the first round of fixtures. What have we learned from that? I think we've probably learned we don't concede a lot of goals. We're not easy to break down anymore. That you know, the, the Dundalk from last year, which was, you know, so frail. We were we were constantly saying, with if we if we went a goal behind, that's us. That's us. Ghost. We're done. Yeah. We we, yeah. we don't come back from it. Our confidence was shot. I think at the moment we're probably thinking, well, look, we're not going to concede. You know, let's make ourselves hard to play against and and see what that that comes. And look, when when you somebody, you know, like like Shepherd pulls out these big saves like he did against Shamrock Rovers and, and two big saves again tonight, you just think, right? Well, teams are going to have to. They really are going to have to try and get it on us now. Um, and and if that is the case. They're going to have to try to do something different, which hopefully will will open up some space for us to have an opportunity to attack as well. Then, um, but I think it's 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 like a game of chess. Sometimes when you know the the top or top teams, so called top teams, um, play each other, and and we probably cancel each other out, and that's probably what we've seen yeah. uh, with those first round of fixtures, um, and that's probably why there's not a whole lot in it. But later in the season, when European teams have more on the line. They're trying squad rotations. You 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 would say maybe there's an opportunity for us yeah. to pick up the points then and and, and and maximize it. But look, I I think last year our frailties were in goal and and conceding and and being behind in games. It, it, that's not how we play this year. So you, versus last year. That's right. I don't think we're getting the end of that sentence. Oh. So what he's basically saying is, stop your engine. We can. <laughs> we know how to defend. Now, now, now that we're um, now that we're not conceding as many. Yeah, Chris, you were just you were at uh, heading to game park tonight for the match. What? Yeah. What? Like it was a one-all draw, which I did guess in the predictions for uh, League of Ireland Fantasy. So that's a couple <laughs> of points for me. Uh, what was it? What was it? Just to get, just to, to come off to the dog top from it. What was the game like? Yeah, um, I, th- I think Adrian Taft slagged me before. Asked, am I going to do the crossroads co- uh, end podcast fairly <laughs> soon? So I think this is fast becoming that. Um, yeah, I think I think Bowes looked pretty decent going forward. They looked good. Um, Drogheda kind of reverted to how I'd seen them play previously against Sligo and UCD. That they, they, they they'll give you opportunities and. And 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 Bowes took that and, and tell the truth, it was a real smash and grab tonight. They 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 probably got a, an equaliser that, that they didn't really warrant for the display today. But you know, by the end they were creating a few opportunities and and you know, I think when you've got a player like Gary Deegan as well, he he kind of tends to rally the troops around and yeah. and gives you something when the, when there's nothing left in the game. So that um. 
Yeah, they, look, they, they, they held in and got something out of a game that, that they probably didn't deserve. But um, for Bowes, that, that I've seen Bowes, um, obviously against ourselves, but in the um, in the bowl against UCD, there was a one-all draw. And today again, and, and the pattern of play was very, very similar. Umpteen opportunities to kill a, kill a team, they didn't take them and it came back to bite them. Yeah. So for, for Keith Long, he'd be scratching his head going, what's, what's, you know, why can't we just see out a game? Why, why aren't we killing off these teams, especially the teams that you would consider um, probably lower in the table than, than Bowes will, will finish? And, and, you know, they're not, they're not maximising and take the full points out of them. Now, you could say the same for us. We drop points to, to drugs, we drop points to shells, and yet we picked up points a, a, against the bigger teams, uh, probably only UCD and well, well, Finn Harp, I suppose, was the other two teams that we've, we've beaten. So a little, a little like ourselves, we need to be more clinical against those teams that you do get the opportunities um, for. But yeah, I, not, a, not a whole lot from drugs again. I don't think they did a whole lot against us. Yeah, <laughs> got it, got yeah. that penalty and then that was it. You know, that's, you know, I, I think I think that's what Kevin Doherty's done there. He's just made them a difficult team. Towards last year, I think Drogheda were a, probably a, a more expansive team under Clancy. I think Kevin's just made them a, a hard team to to just wrap up and and, and get out of games. You know, if, if, if you've got a 1-0 lead against them, it's, it's probably not enough. And on a Bose point of view, if you have a one-nil one lead and you're a Bose fan, I'd be shitting myself still that we're not going to close this out. <laughs> yeah, just, just when you're, we're talking about other teams, Rovers obviously grabbing, uh, if anybody hasn't heard, they grabbed the late equal or late winner yeah. against uh, Shelbourne tonight. And that absolute hateful play. I, that, there's something about Aaron Green that just I just don't <laughs> get. That boy, yeah. I don't just don't. He always seems to pluck it up. I just don't get it. I, I, he might play for eighty something minutes and then just scores an absolute a scores. What a, a, oh. what position does he want to play in? Like, yeah, it's just <laughs> if you just if he was just like an out and out striker or something, you say okay, great. But you know, you yeah. play the wing, you play here, you play there. You're just like, wow, you're, you're nothing of a you know a specific player. But like yeah. you say, it pops up when it's needed and gets the goals and and does feck all else. But. Yeah, get, 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 I don't know what the game was like. I, I'm sure Shelburne weren't too happy, but uh, you know that's what look at that's what teams do. Teams like that, Derry, they've done it for years. Derry and Rovers have won in leagues. We've done it. You know that can never give up stuff. And look, that's what's that's what yeah. sets teams apart across the league. Um, yeah. I think we'll I think we'll go for Donald. We're gonna uh, you're gonna have a look there. We'll pick our we're going for man of the match. We'll, we'll start with yourself, Don. We'll go through all very, very quickly. Obviously, Chris, you weren't. I think there, this so. could be. I think this could be a quick one, though. From it from could be very I, fast. I viewed on, online and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Gally, Gally, go search it through there and try to find out. <laughs> this isn't going to take long. Um, no, look, the the obvious one is the goalkeeper, um, because we wouldn't have gotten a point. If okay, Don, that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, he didn't get he didn't get man of the match on the telly, did he? Yeah, no, to France. Give it to. Uh, Pat centre back got it instead. Yeah. Um, played well, but that's um, a lot about the game then. Yeah. Well, like there wasn't like there wasn't much attacking football and whatever. What the attacking football that there was was Dara Burns, Nutmegan, or whoever we put out in front of him on uh, our <laughs> left hand side, and then the goalkeeper making two phenomenal saves and one with his face. Yeah, yes. Raymond the Wolves that got the man of the match, but um. Yeah, it, it, it just it was just one of those games um and kinda any of the candidates would have been defensive minded players, I'd say. Um I saw a shout there for um Lewis McCarry. Lewis McCarry was brilliant, I thought yeah. last week. I kind of flew under the radar, yeah. Yeah, got his got his bearings um fairly quickly tonight because they, they targeted the two all they were doing was pinging balls uh, over Fullbacks, and he got his parents pretty quickly and sorted that out. So he'd be the second choice, but uh, gonna have to go with the goalkeeper. Um, from me. So if you, Gally, if you want to pick someone, I mean, no, yeah. I, 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 would, I can't like for the two saves alone. Like I look, I get maybe why Redmond, Redmond, an excellent game. His, his, pa, his range of passing, we're obviously not here to pick some pats. Uh, they're not getting a pizza for them. 
but yeah, Redmond was it was it's I did I, I, I shout out to McCarry. I thought McCarry had a good game. He's, he's I think he's finding his feet there at right back. I know at the start of the season there was this him and Sam Bowen kind of swapping flanks, but um no, I like literally what you said, like the two saves, like and he done it a couple of weeks ago as well, like two sensational saves. Like, I know you'll talk about the Owen Doyle when it's straight at him, but he's still gotta get it he's still gotta get it out from under him. You know, he's almost under the ball and tips it over the ball. Um and the first save is exceptional. So yeah, look. For for Youngford that's come in, he's been with Wales over the last couple of weeks as well on the twenty ones. Yeah, I think I think he's the only winner of the pizza tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, you didn't even see the match and you're probably picking him as well. Shepherd, Shepherd for the slow motion saves I've seen on replays. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know who we're gonna give the pizza. We have a full house, I think, and the comments. I know we've got one or two from McCarry as well. Yeah. Uh Callie, can you see anybody there you want to? We'll wanna... go with who have we got? Who have we got? Will you see you? Bez McGuinness. There we go. go. Bez right McGuinness, there we go. Bez, get your pizza. Tell Tony's you got it from ourselves. Uh, buy some chips as well. Some Coke. Give a bit of a tip. <laughs> Plenty of money for it. <laughs> <You got it. laughs> Loaded up. Loaded yeah. Up. Well done, Bez. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that was a good interview, Chris, as well with Nathan. It was it's interesting to get that. Uh, we're just talking after before you come on that that people have been looking for that League of Ireland fantasy football for a long time, haven't it? Something to be something different to be at at the weekends, which I thought going to the matches. Exactly. Look, and it just like I did mention it to him. It just gives you an interest across the whole league because obviously you're picking other players and stuff like that, so you're keeping an eye on all the results at all the times and and who's starting on on lineups. And it just it always increases your your knowledge of the league and stuff like that. And it's it's little simple things like this. Like you know, if you look at the at the English Premiership, there's the English Premiership football, but then there's so much more goes on around it, like the fantasy and fancy yeah. leagues and, and everything else like so it's, it's it's a massive thing and it's you know the fact that anyone could get involved on it as well kind of expands the league out a little bit more um, yeah i think engagement engagement the casuals people there's casuals who, who love this sort of you know the fantasy football thing and, and like to think that they, they know what they're doing and, and they could casually get in on this and then you know you, you could easily get hooked on a player very easy and then you, you fall in love with a club and then and that's it then you know yeah yeah, it gives it another another platform, I suppose. It's and it's look. I'm sure. I'm sure plenty of people have attempted to do it, and obviously Nathan's got experience up at the at the the Irish uh, league for doing it. So it's great yeah. that he's come down. And it's yeah, it's. I, I did worry about it when I first when I first seen the Twitter the tweet go up. I did worry that this was not going to happen. He can't get the, the <laughs> he won't be able to get the yeah. values right for the players or the ratings. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's no, he's done his oh, homework. No, it it's it's be, excellent. It seems to be. It seems to. Be, I I just like the the. the that current players are on to him saying, hang on, that, that's my assist. I want the extra <laughs> <Yeah>. points. <laughs> uh, as I yeah, say, I, I know when, when the FIFA rating comes on, the lads are normally all having a yeah. go at each other. How is he faster than me or everything? So I can only imagine if someone isn't correctly given points for something, there'll be absolute uproar in the dressing room. But sure, like, it's not, it's not all part of that's it. That's what it's all about. And, and like ourselves, I know Donnelly on it, but the league, the, the things, the league in, in-house leagues and stuff Donnelly, like that. You can that, do. Like, you know, yeah, you can, you can jump at any time. Yeah, it's just it's difficult when you're trying to pick a, a squad of players and you can't pick anybody from a certain team in Tala and then you don't want to pick any turncoats that played with our club for the last couple of years. That kind of whittles down the oh, selections wow. a little I, bit. I put in Sean Hoare. I'm going to nail it right now. I really am not going to When I was putting it together, I did put Will Patching in, but then I didn't get the team done in time because I spent about three hours, three hours, I spent about two weeks trying to come for the name for the team before I submitted it and I couldn't come up with one that was good enough. So... And then don't, show, does it show the Donald, name? By the time, Donald, by the time you pick your team, you'll have, you know, you'll have headshots up on walls. There'll be string connecting each one of them together. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have way overthought this. <laughs> does it oh, show I, the team names when you're playing? Or is it just the person's name? Shows, I think you can, if you click in any spent, of the teams, you can see the team name. I was loving my, I, I, I had Fiorentina Tono and I didn't come up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, it just comes up my first name. I was like, what's the story? Talk yeah. ages. I think I forgot to enter one. I forgot to enter a name. <laughs> I think they, I just seen a comment there, David Sally. We're just looking for the link. Uh, can we pop that link into YouTube, Chris? Uh, oh, is that possible? Yes. It's, uh, I think I it's think just league of Yeah, you can I'll, enter put it, our I'll link. put it into the yeah. details of it anyway um, later on yeah. tonight. Um, and we'll have it there. You, we'll, David, yeah. we'll put it into the comments. But yeah, I'm nearly certain it's, it's uh, loifantasyfootball.com or something like that. 
Yeah, just put LOI league... fantasy football in, it'll, you'll get it straight away. And the, the code for our the town end league is no fat, no party. That's the code for it. So you can jump in. LOI nice fantasy football.com. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, there you have it. I think that's it, gents, is it? That's us. We'll up put up until... our predictions during the week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Next up, it's we've Sligo on the f- next Friday, is it? On Friday, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Good Friday. Oh, it is Good Friday, yeah. Chris Gunn. No, no, yeah. no, no bogers no in Sing Lee. Are you supposed to eat meat on a Good Friday? All that jazz. What are we going to do? Just chips for everybody. Just chips, yeah. Just, just, just chips and Easter eggs. Just chips for everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I just just want to say we, we don't have time for Steph tonight. Steph was going to join, but uh, we just don't have time for him. So Yeah, and he hasn't been. i seen a comment. He hasn't been. Um, i just seen this comment. Where did I see it? I can't remember where I saw it. No, it's got probably gone. Yeah, it, was, it might have been up already. He hasn't been sacked. Uh, he's, just, he's just late to the court. Yeah, we just don't yeah. have time for him this week. Yeah, just we'll, get him, we'll get him next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Don, I think that's it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for commenting in. We know it's a bit of a... Uh, if you're at the Pats match, fair play for travelling up. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a spin home the far side of Dublin. But uh, thanks, for everybody, for commenting in. And well done to Bez on, on the pizza and Nathan McConnell for uh, the interview on League of Ireland Fancy. Don, are we going to end it? Do you yeah, want to end I just it? Wanted- can I just congratulate the two of us on getting through this whole podcast without receiving a solicitor's letter from um <laughs> man? And uh, I'm going to just say, like, if if either of us met Alan Matthews on the street, we wouldn't shake his hand either. <laughs>